You are listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists, hosted by Dr. Laura Mock. This is a space where we talk about all things wellness, just for dentists. If you're looking for help treating yourself better, mentally, emotionally, and physically, you're in the right place. Everyone, it's Dr. Laura Mock, the life coach for busy dentists. Welcome to this bonus episode of my podcast, Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. You guys, we are up in the middle of a whole bunch of change. And I don't know about you, but I've been having a lot of thoughts and feelings about this COVID 19 pandemic. How is it going to impact my life and the lives of those I love? And I thought, you know what? This is the perfect time for me to show all of you who have been listening to this podcast, what it's like to actually be coached by a life coach. So I had an anonymous client uh, volunteer for a coaching session with me and we recorded it. And now you can listen to her go through the thought processes of why she's upset, recognizing what she's feeling and choosing something new. And it is so valuable. I encourage you to listen to this episode Listening to someone else be coached is transformative. And as always, if you listen to it and you feel like you want to talk to me, I'm really easy to get a hold of and I'd love to hear from you. Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the episode. I am a private practice dental specialist and I am just about a year and a half into a new practice. This is my third practice. I've been in transition, waiting for my husband to finish his medical training. So we're finally, hopefully, in our landing spot and just readjusting to new practices and new town and new, hopefully, situation that won't always be new, hopefully be our last, you know, our practice, our practice in our life. So you're sort of like your final destination. (laughs) We are hoping so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and what is happening for you in your practice right now with COVID-19? So right now, I only work three days a week. So today is my day off and my partner happens to be off this week also because he was planning on vacation. So I have until tomorrow before I have any patience. And the last night as I was just about to go to bed, I got an email from the State Dental Society informing us that they were recommending uh, or urging us to close our dental practices starting on Tuesday, which would be tomorrow uh, for the rest of the month, except for emergency care. Okay. So only see patients on an emergency basis, right? Right. And today you're closed. Today we're closed. You were going to be closed anyway. Yes. Okay. So what went through your mind when you got that email last night? You know, up to this point, I've been feeling pretty good in my ability to manage the stress and uncertainty of the situation, but I just felt this weighing very heavily on me. Like, you know, this maybe the reality of the situation making itself a little more known to me and also just the uncertainty for me as a practitioner and as a family member, just not sure what to do. How do I respond to this? What does this mean? How long will this be for? How do I continue to provide good care to my patients? Which patients do I need to be seeing and how? Just a lot of question marks and uncertainty. So it caused a lot of anxiety and I'm feeling the responsibility to make a decision 
that is very important for a lot of people. Right. Which could, you know, the safety of my patients, the safety of my staff, and even the safety for myself and my family. Yeah. As well as just the financial uncertainty, not just for me, but for my staff who won't be working and what are we going to do in that regard? Mm-hmm. And just, I don't know. It's, it's just unclear. The other portion is that I work with a big multi-specialty physician group, which is a little unusual. And the recommendation for the overall clinic is just to continue business as usual. So I don't have a, I am allowed to do whatever I feel is right for my practice, but I feel a little bit like they're trying to minimize it a little bit and and their arguments are, you know, we don't have it yet in our county and if we close now, we might be closed for who knows how long. (laughs) And so I'm trying to weigh these different messages of this is serious and we need to take action now, even though it's very painful versus don't overreact and cause more pain, (laughs) you know, than we need to. So a lot of times when we have a thought that is a question, um, and I'm going to tell you what I think your really your main thought is. You tell me if you think I'm wrong. It's how do I know how to do the best thing? Right. That to me. Is there anything you want to correct me on there? Or is that kind of the crux of? No, that's essentially it is just, yeah. Who, how does anyone know what the right thing is? And I'm the one tasked with the decision. <laughs> mm-hmm. A lot of times if the thought that we're thinking that's upsetting is um, a question, then what we want to do to really analyze it is to turn it into a statement because it's basically we're answering what we're worried about. So your the statement might become, I don't know if I can make the right decision or I'm afraid I'm going to make the wrong decision. Does any of that ring a bell or ring true for you? Yes, I think I think both of those. <laughs> there's there's both sides to it. Okay. Fear of making the decision and fear of making the wrong decision when I do. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to write, I might make the wrong decision. Yes. Okay. This is what, of all the things that are swirling around in your head, a lot of it boils down to the fear that you might make the wrong decision and then there's going to be fallout. Yes. Okay, so maybe your team will go broke or maybe somebody you love will get COVID-19 or maybe your business will fail and all this is you're putting it on yourself Yes. by saying, I might make the wrong decision, okay? And if we take the neutral facts of the situation and we separate it from that thought, it makes it easier to look at, okay? So for you, the neutral circumstance (laughs) is that you got an email asking you to only see emergency patients. Yes. Okay. So I'm just going to write that email colon emergency patients. And you have already confirmed to me that the email is more of a request than an order, correct? Correct. So I'm going to write that too in parentheses request. Your circumstance, meaning the neutral facts of the situation are that last night you were almost ready to go to bed and you opened up an email and it said, we request that you only see emergency patients. Everything else that you told me is your brain's 
interpretation or the exercise that your brain has been going through to try to make sense of this whole situation and that circumstance being that you got the the email. Okay. Um, And it's really important to understand that because we need to know that our feelings come from our thoughts and our thoughts are about our circumstances, but it's important to understand that the worry that you're coming from, that you're feeling is from this thought, I might make the wrong decision. Right. And what is the feeling that you're feeling? Is it worry? Yes. Okay. And when you feel worried, how do you act? Like a mess. (laughs) I mean, it's hard to get things done. I get preoccupied and focus on studying out all the things I can try to figure out and don't get much done. Okay. So your brain wants you to worry, wants you to kind of stew in this. But really, if we were going to look at it rationally, when you're feeling worried, it's actually not as helpful as some of the other feelings that you could feel. Is that correct? Yeah, that's true. I mean, if you were really trying to take the best care of somebody and you had a buffet of feelings that you could feel while you're taking care of people, would you choose worry? Right. No, Mm -hmm. you probably wouldn't choose worry. And so as a result of this feeling, what ends up happening is that it's, um, you make it hard to take the best care of people. Yeah. Now I'm not telling you that feeling worried is wrong, right? It's natural. It's just part of human nature that you would have had all these circumstances come into place. And then of course your brain is going to want you to go to worry in this situation. Because if you think about what your brain is designed to do, it is doing its job, right? Right. Because if we were on a savanna or in a jungle 300 years ago, then that worried feeling would maybe keep you safe. Right. But since we are um, in the 21st century and we have this virus as our enemy, and then we have, you know, practice leadership and dental practice and things like that, what we find is that if we redirect our thoughts to a more intentional thought and an intentional feeling, then we can actually be more effective and also relax a little bit. Yes. Okay. So let's pretend we could go back in time and you could get that email again. Okay. So the email arrives and instead of you making it hard on yourself to take good care of people, what would be the ideal or the best case scenario results that could have happened after you got the email? I mean, the immediate thing would be to just be able to go to sleep and not stew on it and lose, you know, lose my immunity because of it. Mm-hmm. So that would be, I'm going to put that in the action category. I mean, the reason that you would want to sleep well is because what? Partially just for my health and partially for my ability to make good decisions and be ready for the day to face the challenges. Okay. So I'm going to write, I'm taking good care of my health and my patients. How does that sound? Yes. Okay. So the email comes, you take the information in. The result is I'm taking good care of my health and my patients, right? Right. And in order to have that result, how do you need to act 
in addition to, and I have here as the first list that I'm sleeping well so that I can have good immunity. Well, as you say, that kind of gives me some clarity just for the situation. If I'm trying to protect my patients and my health, then maybe the right thing to do is to follow the guidelines and to close my practice. I mean, I think that that ultimately is what I want to do. I think I'm just feeling worried that I'm doing it for nothing. (laughs) You know, I'm closing it down and then it wasn't worth it, you know? Yeah. Okay. So that, that makes sense. If you're taking good care of your health and your patients, then for you, that's going to be following the guidelines, closing your practice and making sure you get enough sleep. Anything else? I'm not sure. That's the overwhelming thought that I have. Just going back to the uncertainty, you know, like no one knows what's going to happen, but I can do my part. My biggest goal is to, I don't want to spread this to my patients and put them at a higher risk than, you know, it's hard to weigh. What if they have pain or what if they have problems? Mm -hmm. Ultimately, if I'm really worried about everyone's health, they can, you know, the pain and and the dental problems are pretty minor compared to the potential dire consequences they could face if they come to my office and something were to be spread. Yeah. So I just included in your action plan that you would avoid (laughs) spreading the disease. Okay. Now, in order for you to take these actions, as you know, you need to feel a certain way because our actions are driven by how we feel. Right. So how are you going to need to feel to have this confidence that you're going to follow the guidelines and close and that you can sleep and avoid spreading the disease? I think I have to feel that it's worth the risk to my practice and my patients for not getting care for a while or being closed and the financial Mm -hmm. hardship on everyone involved for the sake of a better (laughs) sacrifice for hopefully a better result for the community as a whole. Well, what do you think the name of that emotion would be? Is it justified or understanding or consolation? Maybe justified or... What about acceptance? Would it be acceptance? Yeah, I think that could be it. So acceptance, does that feel good? Is that the feeling you want? Yes. Okay. I mean, I guess ultimately I want to feel like I'm doing the right thing, even at a cost. Maybe it's confidence then. Yeah. You tell me. I don't know. Those sound descriptive. I'm trying to think of the right word. Maybe even just moral. I'm trying to make the moral decision, you know, the one that feels the most... The most... The most right. Not wrong. (laughs) The most safe. Safe. A safe decision. That's ultimately, I think, what it is. All right. I'm going to write safe for now and we can change it if we want to. Right. Whatever this feeling is, it's kind of, you're experimenting with feeling right now. It's with any feeling. It comes from our thoughts. So we need to come up with a thought that helps you feel this safe feeling. Well, I think um, I would rather err on the side of caution than to put anyone at risk just so we could stay open a couple extra weeks. Okay. So I'm going to read this whole thing back to you, okay? You're laying in bed. You get an email. The email says, we request that you close except for emergency. (coughs) You think to yourself, well, I would rather err on the side of caution than put anyone at risk just to stay open a couple of weeks. And then that feels safe. Is that right? Yes. And when you feel safe, then you can sleep keep good immunity, avoid spreading the disease, you follow the guidelines and close your practice. 
Right. And because of that, you're taking good care of your health and the health of your patients. Right. All right. That's excellent. Do you have any reservations about anything we wrote? No, that feels good. Good. Can you think of any thought objections that your brain is going to throw in there? Like, hey, but what about the bank account or you had that thing coming up or anything like that that you want to address before we stop? Well, the thought that I, I'm feeling pretty good about that, but you know, one thought is just how long is this going to be? If I close now, am I going to be closed for months and then I close too early, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. for nothing or, you know, put my practice in jeopardy for nothing. Yeah. Uh, but I still am resting pretty good with that initial thought. I think it's worth the risk to be safe. Yeah. So that's something that you can do is answer yourself with the same thought that you already came up with, Right. but it's worth the risk to stay safe. I'd rather err on the side of caution. Right. And honestly, everybody else is in the same boat. And right. when this crisis ends, we are still going to have dental disease in this world. So unless we all die, and if we all die, then you got to spend the last few weeks with your kids, but you're, we're probably not all going to die. It's probably, you know, there's a lot of diseases that are killing a lot more people right. even today. So we're not going to die probably. And then as the crisis, crisis ends, then you will still be there armed with your services that you can give people that they need. Right. Now I think I need to just sort through the logistical side. <laughs> Yes. And what, actually what are emergencies, what does that mean? How mm-hmm. am I going to manage those? And I will tell you that as you make yourself a written plan, that's very clear for you and your employees, that will also add to your sense of peace. Yeah. That's a good idea to write it down. Yeah. Anything else you want to address before we close? No, that's me. I feel a lot more confident and I do think it's the right thing to do. So, I mean, I think that's, what I thought all along. It is spooking though when people, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> tell you maybe that's not the right or not supportive and stuff. So I'm just going to rest with my initial instinct and not let the fear come back. So. Yes. I might actually give you two pieces of advice before we close. Right. The first one is look inside yourself when you're trying to decide what to think and feel. Do not look to other people, especially right now, because everybody's got the same human brain. And everybody is going to be freaking out unless they've done some coaching or some other way that they figure out what's going on in their brain. So we don't have to join them. And number two is related to number one, which is make sure you curate what you're exposing your brain to right now. Right. Make sure it's good stuff, at least half good stuff, but even better would be 75% or whatever. Don't just scroll through social media seeing what people are talking about, okay? Yeah, okay. All right. Well, thank you so much for doing this for us. We really appreciate it. And there will be so many people who can listen to this and see their own brains and their own situation. So I just want to thank you so much. Thank you for the help. I hope that we all make the right choice for ourselves and our patients. I have confidence that we will. Yeah. Thank you. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening to Feeling Good, a podcast for dentists. To learn more, please visit thelifecoachforbusydentist.com and take advantage of my current offer for a free, no obligation consultation to find out if having a life coach is right for you. I promise you won't regret it.